0: Hello and welcome to the Donor Egg Mama podcast for soul led intended parents considering a donor egg pathway and parents of donor egg conceived children. I'm your host, Adele O'Connor, a qualified fertility coach and proud donor egg mama. I'm just a normal mum that went on an extraordinary journey to conceive. I hope this podcast helps you in some way to break free from emotional overwhelm, face your fears, and find the courage to move forward and bring that baby that's on your heart into your reality. Let's talk openly about our emotions and all topics, donut, egg, IVF. Thanks for listening hello hello beautiful people how are you going we're in spring now it's the 10th of october today as i speak not quite the spring i was looking forward to lots and lots of rain but hey we're um, just starting to plant some seeds in our garden um so i hope we get a little bit of sunshine to help them grow too and let's dive into episode two So today I'm going to talk about my thoughts and reflections about how grief can show up for you whilst navigating the donut egg pathway. I'm going to be looking at what does grief look like on a fertility journey, how can it impact your life and what can you do to work through it. So traditionally grief has seven stages. First of all there's the shock stage and then pass through into denial, anger, bargaining, depression and finally, acceptance and hope as you start to process through the grief. But let's think about grief in terms of infertility and an infertility journey. Because when you compare it to the death of a loved one, it was probably a relationship that was clearly defined. You've got memories of that person to look back on. The loss was easily identified not only by you, but others who are aware of the death. You most likely had expressions of condolences, people sending you flowers. You might have had to take time off for bereavement and you would have attended a funeral and an awake. And all of these different rituals that are very acceptable in society help you to facilitate your grief. Your loss was likely recognised, acknowledged, validated and supported in a multitude of ways. But when we look at grief associated with infertility and all of the losses associated with infertility, it's quite a different story. With infertility, the loss comes from an absence of something that has never been, rather than the absence of something that used to be. The major losses are our hopes and dreams, what we imagined or expected our family to look like. Women who have never had a child before, and are on the IVF merry-go-round. Month after month, they're facing the loss of entire life stages of parenting. And just the feeling that you're missing out on experiencing pregnancy, missing out on all of the cultural pregnancy milestones, like your first ultrasound visit, announcing to your family and friends that you're pregnant, the baby shower, throwing a gender reveal party. All of these different milestones that you dearly, dearly want to experience, yet can't experience, because as much as you try, you're not getting pregnant. And on top of that, there seems to be still, in this day and age, a real stigma around infertility. It's not common to discuss it. It still, still has a lot of shame around infertility. So a woman experiences infertility, she might feel a sense of failure, or self-blame towards her body, become extremely disappointed in her body. She might feel like she wants to withdraw socially, um, isolate herself, and struggle with a sense of self and her own identity in a world full of families and women pushing babies in prams all around her. And yet that's the one thing she wants, but seems to be completely out of reach, regardless of how hard she tries. And so as a result, you can feel so alone, so very, very alone. And when you reflect on how your infertility journey began, you know, let's think about this. How long did you try to conceive naturally? I imagine that you experienced month after month of negative pregnancy tests. You slipped into the downward cycle of despair. Yeah, you, know, you can only take so much of of seeing that negative pregnancy test every single month. Of you know, getting your bleed and feeling so disappointed and so upset. It's so easy to mistake the feelings that your period's coming with your potential pregnancy. And in the early early days, months, years, you might still be a bit naive with that. And then as time goes on, you look back and you know laugh at yourself still doing a pregnancy test or still having that that hope or dream that you might be the one that has that miracle baby against all the odds. You might have had an ectopic pregnancy or a or, or miscarriage or miscarriages. And then you may have started fertility tests and investigations into your reproductive health, referred for IVF. And this all takes time, money and emotional effort You can already be grieving at this point of time at how your dream of having X amount of kids conceived during a moment of passion with your loved one just hasn't worked out and perhaps will never work out. And all the time whilst you're going through this, you just hear the comments from well-meaning friends, just relax, go on holiday, but still no baby. And you may have been in a state of limbo for many years by this point. Perhaps you've been putting off your wedding in case you're pregnant next month. Perhaps you've been putting off getting going for that promotion that you know you deserve. You're spending your savings on IVF treatments instead of buying the house of your dreams. You're sacrificing so much. You may have had a chemical pregnancy or a miscarriage whilst going through IVF, or you might have had cycles where there's just nothing to transfer. You feel incredibly sad, but nobody else can understand. You're grieving cumulative losses of failed cycles. Financial loss and so many other sacrifices that nobody seems to appreciate. It's perhaps not something that you feel comfortable discussing with your colleagues or boss at work. And so, on top of the grief, there's been a secrecy, a shame about what's happening in your private life. You've been through so much stress already, trying to balance work and all of the fertility appointments for each IVF round, the ovulation tracking, follicle scans, injecting yourself in the toilets at work having the embryo transfer all while sucking it up and quietly getting on with your job with a smile on your face. And when you get that bad news, perhaps you've called in sick when you just can't get out of bed or function for that day. You've sacrificed not drinking at your best friend's wedding and all of the other social situations that you survived and didn't particularly enjoy. You may constantly be on Chinese herbs and all the things that you don't love doing, but you're too scared to give up in case that was the one thing that could get you closer to your goal. And then after all that, you're told by your fertility specialist that one of the better options for you is to decide to use a donut egg. And this decision comes with its own grief as you realize that you're losing out and sharing the same genetics as your child and you have to use an egg from someone else the dream of the mini me daughter sharing the same hair colour and the exact shape eyes that you have, your mum has and your grandmother has is not going to happen. Your husband's grieving it too, he won't be able to look down on his son or daughter and see that exact same smile looking at him up at him that he sees in you. But you move forwards, you keep moving forward because that's all you've been able to do throughout this whole process. You may have been struggling through with infertility through many rounds over many many years some people go through 10 years plus of an IVF journey and then you get through all of the hurdles of a donor egg pathway counseling appointments the donor selection process perhaps traveling overseas or interstate you've had to spend more money yet again and the stakes are so much higher because because you've had to do so much more you've had to you've had to go beyond what you'd ever thought you would need to do to create a family. And yet you've also got more hope, more hope because you're using a younger egg from a woman in her early 20s. And so you're really hopeful and the stats are on your side, you have a greater chance of pregnancy success, and you just want to be a mum. And then when you get the results, and it still hasn't worked, there's still no pregnancy. And you actually don't know if you've got anything left in the tank at this point to keep moving forward. And if this resonates with you, I want you to take time to acknowledge all that you've been through, this seemingly invisible grief journey, because in society's eyes, no one actually died. There are no funerals or accepted rituals for couples that have had to have an unsuccessful embryo transfer. And yet there's a massive attachment form to that embryo. You're so attached to each try, each transfer, You're holding out hope that at last you'll meet the baby that's been so on your heart. Unless someone's been on this journey, they just can't understand the complexity of it. It's not spoken about freely, that's often tainted with secrecy, shame and stigma. People don't understand that there are so many reasons that people struggle to conceive and can offer glib comments like perhaps you should just adopt or having kids aren't worth the hassle anyway. You can have one of mine, they drive me mad. And so the list goes on. So how does infertility grief impact your life? So because of the silent nature of an infertility journey and the lack of information and resources available about the emotional side of the journey, I think we're just trained to just get on with it. When you experience a loss and you see your fertility specialist, they don't generally ask how you're coping emotionally. Their focus is, of course, helping you to move forward medically onto the next steps and to get you pregnant. But in most IVF clinics, I think it's fair to say that there's a massive gaping hole in emotional support for the patient. So how does this impact you? You're determined to get on with the next steps and so you might not validate your feelings or you might just be in the habit of squashing them down rather than processing your feelings in a healthy way. You may have been brought up in an environment where emotions just weren't spoken about or expressed in your childhood. And so you have a a belief that's been with you since very, very young, that you just stay strong and you distract from all difficult emotions. Unfortunately, this isn't good for you on any level. And unfortunately, emotions just build and fester and don't go away with time. They can start to manifest in physical pain, in stomach issues, in headaches, in all sorts of different ways. And generally, three ways of coping are that we shut down, we seek blissful sleep where we don't have to think about the nightmare that we've been on until we wake up and it's all there again. Or we stay busy, we throw ourselves into work, we throw ourselves into socializing or a hobby, hobby, or you might want to fix everyone else's problems. You might feel that you get quite obsessive with things. Or we self sabotage, we might indulge in food or alcohol or other things that aren't healthy for our journey and are actually sabotaging us. And symptoms that you might experience with unresolved grief could be that you don't want to speak about your fertility journey or acknowledge the losses, the pain and sadness. You might actually feel in denial and say, oh, it doesn't affect me. I'm okay. And you're just relying on those coping mechanisms. You're either working too hard or spending too much time on a hobby to distract yourself. You've started to isolate and detach yourself from family and friends, especially friends with children. And you're indulging in bad habits, over or under eating, risky behaviour. You're sleeping more than usual. You're just trying to shut down. You feel out of control emotionally. You might be overact- overreacting to an event or comment. Or you feel overcome with anger or sa- sadness more and more often. And you avoid getting close to people and starting new relationships for fear of being hurt. So if this is you, what can you do about it? I want you to understand that unfortunately this grief is not going to go away. In my own personal experience, when my son turned one, all of the grief of the fertility journey that I'd been on and everything I experienced to have my son, it hit me like a ton of bricks, I think, accentuated by the lack of sleep and hormones and all of those things. Yeah, it really did hit me and it affected the grief affected me in not feeling like I could connect well with my mother's group, not feeling like I was good enough. Uh, my, My sense of self was definitely affected. So when my son was one, I sought some um, emotional help um, with a psychologist and it was helpful it definitely was helpful and since then I have just become fascinated by emotions and ploughed myself into you know learning and discovering personal developments and different methods to work through grief work through emotional processing and and now I think feels more balanced and I don't think grief ever goes away but I think it can transform and, I, and it evolves and it can transform into perhaps a motivation, perhaps a drive to help others. It can definitely, it definitely changes if you work through it and work with your, with your feelings. So carve some time out in your schedule to do some in, inner work. Help yourself process your emotions and this will help you to manoeuvre through it. Seek some emotional support, talk to a professional about the grief that you're experiencing and take some time to acknowledge your feelings. Be curious about what your feelings are trying to guide you towards. Sadness is often trying to guide us towards healing. What does healing mean to you? Are you able to express your feelings in words or art or movement? Find a way that works for you. Seek out some help from a specialist used to dealing with infertility grief. And here are a few affirmations that I'll leave you with. I am more powerful than I've ever given myself credit for in the past. There is power in my vulnerability, even when I'm falling apart. My heart is expressing grief through sadness, and that's okay. It's okay to grieve the losses of a fertility journey. All of my feelings are valid. I acknowledge my feelings of sadness and I'm curious about these feelings. So as always, ask yourself and place your hand on your heart. Tune in to your breath. Acknowledge the emotion that's coming up for you and ask, what is this emotion guiding me towards? What's the next best action that I can take? So to wrap up today's episode, I just want you to know that all of your feelings are valid just because someone doesn't understand what you're going through, because they haven't been on the same journey as you, with that being your workplace, your extended family or friend circle. It doesn't mean that it's not valid grief to you. And just know that cumulative grief can be complex and it can hit you like an avalanche. Grief is unresolved sadness and the best way to manoeuvre through it is through inner work and seeking emotional support. So I hope my thoughts and reflections have helped you and in my next episode I'm going to be talking about conception story. And if you've resonated with what I have to say and feel drawn to get in contact I'm taking clients for one-to-one emotional processing coaching to support you on your fertility journey and if you'd like to be a guest on my show, please drop me a line via my email, adele, A-D-E-L-E, at nurturemama.com.au. As always, all of the links and info will be in the show notes. Dear listeners, if you enjoy this episode, you might want to join my free Facebook group called Donor Egg IVF Emotion Support. It's for attended parents considering a Donor Egg pathway. There are beautiful people there from all over the world, and I'd love to see you there too. If you're interested in connecting or finding out more about the online courses that I offer, all the links are in my show notes. Sending love and bye for now.